Welcome to episode 45 of the Kane Campaign. I am your DM, David, and I've got pizza on the brain. Uh, so let's go around and say who you are, who you play. Oh, and also welcome to season four. This season's sponsored by your favorite pizza type. So let's go around and say uh, pepperoni mushroom for all those curious. Who are you? Uh, I that's pretty aggressive. I I am uh, I'm I'm Sean. I play the human druid Locron. I'm I'm so happy to be here, and this episode divisible by nine. What and kind of pizza do you like? <laughs> we want to know. And and I like uh, pepperoni, feta cheese, and green peppers. Can you even Ooh. get that? Whoa. Sure you can. You sure can get can. any kind of pizza. If you one believe time, hard enough. Once I would call Papa John's, I was like, hey, can you give me three toppings? And they're like, nah. Bring me. <laughs> One time I called up Papa Johnson, I was like, "Bring me John." <laughs> he was busy making out with Peyton Manning. Some, yeah, for real. <laughs> Get a room, you two. Uh, did that actually happen to you though, Dan? Did Papa John's not? No, it was, no. It's just like, why couldn't you order that pizza? But feta cheese, said. I thought was a specialty cheese. I mean, like it's a specific cheese. I guess. Well, anyway, Stephen, <laughs> go. Uh, hey, that was my name. You said yep. it yep. earlier, and uh, I'm Window. Uh, simple garbage boy, teen man, and uh, pizza. I like pizza too, you guys. <laughs> nice, <laughs> cool. Yeah, my name's Dan. Uh, are we d- characters? Yes. Yeah, we do. Simon. Simon. As, as yeah. usual. Good. Yep, Good. Simon, <clears throat> the spectacular, who's a rogue. <laughs> He's got a little frog in his throat. Got a little frog in his throat. Or does he? Or does it's a illusion? Maybe a dove in your uh, handcuff or your uh, cufflinks. Yeah, exactly. A frog in your throat and a pig mud in your hat and Which a can-do attitude. Which is a great segue because my favorite pizza is dove pizza. <laughs> like little dove chocolate. Can taste the hope. Yes. No feathers. Ah, uh, my name is Patrick. <laughs> I play uh, Hudi Jorgmunder von Skeliskin, and no longer dinosaur name for Tunk. R.I.P. Tunk. R.I.P. Tunk. As Patrick came No, he was with. still with us, right? <laughs> no, <laughs> well, it made, in, in a sense. A, yeah, no, Obi-Wan sort of way. Oh, yeah. That would oh. be great. With more viscera. <laughs> I should really have Dap die, too, so that he can just join the father figures to <laughs> hang out and not do shit. And we'll work and not on be it. fathers? Yeah. <laughs> cool. The best is that. All right. Pizza. Don't forget. Oh, right. I'm so sorry. Uh, my favorite pizza is a calzone anarchy. Like but like, what do you like in the calzone? Yeah, it doesn't matter, good. David. As, <laughs> as long, long as it's half a pizza. As long as that pizza is folded in half, I'm down for whatever's going on inside. Yeah, fair enough. All right, so if you remember last time, all the way back to last season, let's try to wrap our brains around that. There was an election, guys. The dinosaur crew. Working together with Window and then kind of the rest of the Prombies. Uh, <laughs> sort of. To varying measures. Yeah, so uh, Simon and Hoodie had a moment down in the, the arcane furnace below Gorgorath. Uh, and before blowing it up, as Simon was wont to do. Dis- well, no, as Hoodie was wont to as do. As Hoodie was going to do. Yeah, Hoodie went in there first, didn't he? He's wont to do a lot of things. Yeah. Uh, he's, he's malleable. He's a young fire snake out in the world, buttless and alone for the first time. A little bit since... more enthusiasm than foresight. 
Yeah. Uh, mm. But then Simon sort of was like, hey, yeah, I'll help you uh, blow up this thing. And then... Well, uh, now you've become the... You're the devil on my shoulder, Simon, because I know that if you want me to do a thing, it was probably the wrong thing to do. Well, now that's just self-fulfilling prophecy, if I ever heard one. <laughs> of yourself or me? I don't know. <laughs> so, I don't know. Anymore, now that you have yeah. two minds about it? Yes. Uh, speaking of, Dakin has awakened inside Ooh, of Simon's uh, mind. Waken because Dakin. Yeah, he's waking and Dakin, yep. Uh, because of the tincture that Simon had drunk, apparently drinking people's brain matter can have ill effects. <laughs> Who would have thought? I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't think. Nope, but now Dakin is thinking inside your head. He was very angry last episode. Uh, he may have calmed down somewhat. We'll He's see. He's always been angry, though. Uh, mainly because Simon's a real agitator. Yeah. Mm. But uh, Hoodie, well. Hoodie then uh, cooked the mud that was encasing Simon because of the elemental boar piglet inside Simon's hat. Uh, <laughs> yep. <laughs> that's a summary right there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but so then I bonded it though. Yeah, no, no, but so that sort of stopped Simon's deal for temporarily. Uh, then up in the real part of Gorgorath, Locron uh, with his bare leg and uh, window, simple garbage teen, mm -hmm. the other half of window, <laughs> yep, all showed up. Uh, oh, Rodam, excuse me, I'm so mm. sorry. Yep, showed up, took over Gorgorath, mm. uh, saw Patunk. Well, some of you saw Patunk <laughs> uh, stop and somewhat, like, take down, I guess is a good word. Take down Magistrate Knee. Oh, he went no, down his I, throat. I assumed that his sacrifice was entirely symbolic to cause the other dinosaurs to... I don't think he did anything. He, he was in his stomach briefly, yeah, you, and then he blew Patunk into viscera. Whoa, in what? A, hmm? Yeah. This oh. is news to what? Dan. <laughs> no. Patunk blew up? Because Window, I was at uh, Patunk's ghost talked to Window. Window was somehow managed to inflect. Yeah, Window <laughs> communicated what he needed to communicate. What it needed to communicate. Window, so, slow down. Yeah. We're, we can only take in so much information. <coughs> oh, yeah. Yep. Yep. Uh, but so then you all went on your merry way, leaving Rodam, Captain Ken Ken, and uh, I guess Simple Garbage Teen. Yeah, behind. Behind. Yeah. To see two windows became Wando. Exactly. <laughs> To see, to watch over Gorgorath and the burgeoning democracy that is taking place. Which really, you turned back into one at the time when you were needed to be two the most so far. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Some teens got this. He's yeah. got it. Yeah. As your puppet he, he, he does the voice. He just needs three trash bags. And it's true. <laughs> it's not a hard costume. No. And don't uh, forget Brian T. Soros, the the. Uh, the duplicitous Rodan. Yes, uh, uh, Brian T. Source. Yes, he was revealed, unmasked, and uh, lamented that the ruling class of the Kenku had coerced him and somewhat taken over his brain to try to pit Dino v. Dino in an unsuccessful attempt. So Liara uh, has now accompanied you, led you out of Gorgorath through the withering flowery sphincters. Uh, well, maybe burgeoning, uh, just like the democracy. Who can? Who's really to say? Uh, you but, are. <laughs> yeah. uh, Is democracy good for flowers, David? I would say halfway between burgeoning and withering. Say, uh, uh, say Liara, Li how do you feel about the sphincters? Of what was your favorite part about your stay in this jam <laughs> of an underground butthole? Uh, I have to say, I was very impressed when you merged with a dinosaur and became part bear. Yeah, about that, let me just explain something to you guys. You probably don't understand about bear lake. What? So, <laughs> 
Can... Let me let me let me let me let me Oh, you Is got that so... clear enough for you? You got something in your mouth. <laughs> Good boy, thank you. So when I I I, I absconded, I, I got rid of all my my evil psionic nature. It it was it, it flew across the ether and landed among a poor sap from dinosaur origins, and I just kind of resorbed that part back into my leg in an innocuous organ. But did you so that you're th- reclaiming your no, evil? No, no, it's uh, I contained this? it back within my own vessel. But uh, wouldn't that also mean that that dinosaur who just got psychic by your evilness, uh, you just absorbed his body too? Uh, he's happier now. I just asked him. <laughs> <laughs> he, he led a real boring life before, but now wasn't he, he like a veteran of some kind? He wasn't doing great. <laughs> so I just, just he's my knee now. The bear and his <laughs> so, Lopron's leg like vomits <laughs> up a dinosaur. <laughs> no, I'm joking. But maybe, maybe later. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, he's well, much more flexible now. Yeah. See, I, he was. Yeah. I have to say that's that's way weirder than that ugly dog I saw. Oh, <laughs> now she admits it. <laughs> hey, you should be quiet, Simon. People have been hating on you for quite a while. I don't I've think you would like that. Who's man. been hating on me? Ahem! Yes. Mm. Yes, I'm... Window. Yo! You're supporting me? No. <laughs> yeah, you are. <laughs> yeah, I'm supporting Window in the non-support of you, Simon. Oh, as if, hoodie. You were the one who wanted to blow up the furnace, and I had to stop you. Oh, that, that is a lie, <laughs> Simon. You are a liar and a thief, maybe, it, but definitely a murderer. I have never stolen from you. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's fair. So I, who's the liar now? I don't know, but uh, I feel as if uh, maybe my brother is not safe in your care. Maybe the pig should be let go to mud where it pleases. Hey, I like the pig. The pig is... It's just like swimming in liquid yeah. mud. I've never felt so... Exfoliated. Yeah. My skin's real smooth. Uh, well, if you insist on using my brother as a beauty product... <laughs> he insists on using me as a... a, a dump. <laughs> dump man, dump dark, dump man, dump boy. No, is, I'm getting further from what I'm trying to say. Anyway, hey, if you want to be my brother's dump boy, that's fine. I think we could probably move on to the very wild. What? Yeah. So what if we continue this kind why of? Why are you helping us? Like, I'm not saying I don't appreciate it, but like, why are you here? Oh, because I think you all have a lot of insight into what's going on with. The Council of Light, the ruling Council of the Eladrin, and oh, I... Oh, let me tell you about the Council of Light. Mm-hmm. Yes, he Did does you... go on. Well, I can't tell you yet. You need to further our, our mission first. <laughs> you know, you gotta give a little to get a little. I mean, I uh, would it be weird to say that, like, I enjoy watching you work? It's sort of like a... like a... That's the first time you've ever said that. I think you've always... Am I right, guys? Has she always been a kind of a, like a downer? A little bit? Like, she was like, why are you doing this? Why are you... Hey, hey, are I you have yet to people? see her murder a crowd of people who he was trying to entertain. It was... That's the most efficient I've ever been on a Job. That was incredible. I do you do you know how many people I killed? Uh, no, I could give like a rough estimate. Uh, let's just say I gained 
a few scored handkerchiefs that day. Are <laughs> they the souls of people you killed? <laughs> well, I, I think they're more just like they demarcate how many people he's killed. It's another handkerchief. Well, oh, that makes more sense. Yeah. Well, some would say demarcate the the people I've killed. Others would say the souls of the lost. Well, okay, that's strange. Uh, but no, I was just saying that you're sort of like. A cart crash. When you see two carts about to hit each other in the street and if you can't quite look away, it's, right. it's almost beautiful to watch. All right, well, I, for, I, I need to seek out wise heads to counsel me on my rise to elemental power, etc. Uh, so the Council of Light sounds good. Uh, yes, uh, the elements... Uh, the elements in the Feywild are a bit different from those that you know here. Why? They've all, they've all been somewhat combined for several eons. Uh, combined. So do they have like a? Is there like a like a Hootie counterpart, or is he? Or is Hootie gonna change when she crosses this Feywild? Oh, uh, well, we'll all change a bit in as much that magic comes from the Feywild. Magic, as you know it, is sort of seeping from that dimension into ours. Uh, the psionics of the Kane Empire and other things like that are native to this world, but magic stems from the Eladrin and their, their culture. How about this magic? <laughs> and I shoot some, uh, I don't know, doves? <laughs> <laughs> just gonna pull one off the just top of my head? Just doves? Is that, is she, did I blow her mind? Uh, Roll to blow her mind. Roll to blow her mind. That magic. Oh, performance. No, it was bad. It was like a 14. <laughs> uh, so I will say, actually, we have a rule this week from our newest patron. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Stuart, okay. uh, uh, Stuart James has decreed that every time we one of us fails a check, I then have to roll nice. on the wild magic surge table and see what happens. So, for instance, on that failed check, Simon... For the next minute, any flammable object you touch that isn't being worn or carried by another creature bursts into flame. Thank oh. God, not do pretty. I know, do I have this knowledge? I'm like, mm, I shouldn't touch things. <laughs> or am I like, I need to touch? I think things. I think you feel about things and touching as you did right before you did the fail. But I have no idea. So what's if that if next. that dove comes back, it's in trouble. All right, Patrick, come <laughs> home. I named it after you on purpose. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> and so the dove flies back into your hand and just incinerates in Welcome a... home, buddy. <laughs> oh, no! Patrick! <laughs> he was my second but, best dove. But the fire is somewhat stemmed by the flailing mud that's coming off of your head, the falling So it dies mud. a slower death. Good. Uh, or like is like just really badly burned and loses all its feathers. Uh, but, so Liara goes, <laughs> Oh my god! Uh, yes, magic like that, something obviously is happening. Uh, the, the crystals that I placed in the other orders of my, my unit that was commanded to place these crystals around Maranir, they must be doing something with the, the magic and somehow enhancing the magic around here. Doesn't look like no enhancement I ever did see. I think he meant to catch that, Patrick. Wow, no, I I meant to just set him ablaze. But <laughs> just, I oh, didn't I didn't intend to kill the poor bird. Oh. I'm sorry, I misunderstood. I thought uh, Oh well. Uh Yep, so I, don't Yep, so you <laughs> should feel silly. I can, <laughs> I can tell you more about the Feywild on our journey there. Uh 
I, I thought that perhaps we could take some uh, flying jellyfish. That would might be the most uh, efficient form for this many folks. I can ride my butterfly, but for the rest of you... Uh, why, why do we need to travel to that which is not far from space, but far from reality? Ooh. The, the, the barrier between the planes is thinnest in a town in the elven city of Bromelia. Oh, okay. That makes a lot of sense. Yes, that's where I came through, and that's where I... Uh, it is somewhat regulated, so we may have to, you know... Pay a toll. Passports. Get some papers, yeah. Uh, every <laughs> we single, got this shit down. Every single one of those things. I, I mean, you've never traveled to the Feywild, I can only assume, so... No! Let's... It may be some trouble getting the birth certificate. Is there, like, a back route we could take, or, you know... This is the only way I know of. Mm. Is there, like, a... You have like a secret barcode on you somewhere. I don't know, but you're like super magic. Uh, Locron, you could like turn into a gateway monster. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that that may be true, but we don't come with gateways, you foolish young snake. I'd just be a gateway monster without no gateway. I'd just be a monster. uh, I I mean, Hoodie, you look enough. Well, and she whistles between her fingertips and... uh, the trees sort of rustle as a herd of dire corgis passes above you first, and then are, it looks like they're chasing after several, like, very translucent, it almost looks like plastic bags, giant plastic bags blowing in the breeze, and then you see huge (laughs) semi-transparent jellyfish of various iridescent colors sort of flying around, and she goes, yes, uh, I always make sure to keep a little bit of jellyfish bait on me for just such an occasion. Do you ever feel like a jellyfish floating <laughs> on the wind? <laughs> Maybe! <laughs> Maybe really. You can right now! <laughs> uh, and so the, the jellyfish sort of, uh, you know, undulate down towards you as they come, and she says, uh, make sure to stay away from the darker-tinted tentacles, but you can climb up the translucent ones. Uh, because those will not poison you. Question, is this a, a creature of our realm? Yes. I've now seen it. May I <laughs> into a into a more illustrious, like, dire jellyfish version of these? Well, I mean, these are about the size of mm, a small hut. Like, a, a hut that what people if, live what? in. What if I told you that <laughs> now that we're level 12, I, I can change anything ta- challenge rating for like a tent? Hut size, man. Like a tent? But like a bigger tent. And also, I'd say, yeah, you could totally turn into one of these jellyfish. Nice. Uh, and I don't have a fancy name for them other than sky jellyfish. So ooh. that's what they're called. You, I mean, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Look, sky jellies. Uh, Locron, you probably know that these aren't actually native to Cain. They are from, uh, they're native to the elven lands of Phylara. Obviously. But <laughs> I do that. These are Phylarian sky yeah, jellyfish. sky. Oh, these babies are great. And I, I, I pet one. <laughs> and then you turn into one. Yep. yep. You sting that, right back. Yep. The, uh, the, 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 the vampiric type of jellyfish that changes you into one if you're stupid enough to let it sting you. <laughs> Uh, yes, I'm sure it is. Uh, Japan. She throws up her uh, figurine of her butterfly. It coalesces into a real dire butterfly. She jumps on the, its purple wings, and it begins to ascend up into the air, uh, following you all. You all follow on the... Ooh, come on, <laughs> friends! 
Sign in! <laughs> Window! <laughs> hey, buddy! And actually, uh, Locron Puck saw you turn into this jellyfish and is going to attempt to jump onto your jellyfishiness and sort of... In a gentle way? In a gentle way, just to uh, try to ride you up into the sky. I'll allow it. <laughs> awesome. And Puck, Puck go, lets out a squeal howl of joy. Arr, arr, uh, so long, Puck! Arr, arr, yeah! Oh, look! The, the flowery sphincters are flowering! It's a miracle! <laughs> a democracy! Uh, and so you all ascend into the clouds and begin your journey southwards as the warm breezes sort of hit you. Uh, it, it's several, it's going to mm. probably be a Feel couple of days. Tempest wind on your face? What What was that, Simon? I don't I'm just reminiscing about old times. Uh, and uh, in your head, Simon, a voice goes, old times, huh? Oh, it's you again. Yeah, it's me again. I've... Always come back, Dakin, don't ya? Well, I, I, as far as I can tell, I'm in your head and there's nowhere else I can be. Uh, how is it up there? I never have a chance to really get in my head all that often. Uh, I can't just do what, I, what, what comes out. Yeah, uh, there's a lot of emotions in here. I, I think I'm having some trouble uh, remaining... I liked to think of myself as sort of a calm and cool collected guy, but you... Yeah, were... I, don't, I never got that. Well... <laughs> <laughs> you always seem pretty angry. Well, I definitely was angry yeah. when I woke up in your freaking body. I don't know. Yeah, because yeah, you're like, wow, this guy's he's pretty uh he's pretty much physically superior to that meat sack I had for a body. Alright, I'm gonna just sort of enjoy the journey. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna do that for a little bit. Uh, and uh, Liara uh, on her butterfly sort of sidles up to window and hoodie uh, and goes so, like I was saying, the the elements, you might feel a bit different in the Feywild. They, many eons ago, they all became one when the sun that shines down as part of the incarnation of the fire spirit, it imploded. Unlike in this dimension where the wizards were able to contain and reverse the implosion. Yeah, it was just a dark time for me. I was just like... I was in a downward spiral of just like chaotic, super cool self-destruction, and then I just it was it was your emo phase. Yeah, and then I went neutron star. Yes. Crazy dense, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so so dense. <laughs> it's really it was quite impressive. Yeah. Uh, well, at least that's what they say. Melora, the god, the goddess of the elves, she took pity upon that dimension. That alternate timeline. She was cool. Yes, and she she found that and tasked her elves with rebuilding it, re-establishing a civilization in that scorched, barren wasteland. And during the implosion, the the fire spirit melded all of the elements together, and so now there is but just raw elemental magic surging around the entire plane. Yeah, my, in, in that timeline, my death really brought the family together. They just all, they met at the funeral and they're like, oh, fire spirit, so cool, so rad. And then they all became they one. They became one element. Yep, oh. that's what I heard. Yes, I'm sure you did. Uh, well, anyway, window hoodie, I just want to say, be careful when we get there. You might be torn to... Experience new things that you've never experienced before. I am not sure. afraid of life. I'm, I'm down for it. 
Well, just don't let the other elements overtake you, is all I'm saying. At what point does Simon realize his jellyfish is on fire? Guys, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> roll, roll a perception check and see if you fail. Oh, I don't, because uh, as of level 11, which we, we, we hit, uh, I can roll no less than a 20 on perception, so oh that's God. a 20. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, two. Yep, you notice pretty immediately. Oh, this is on fire. <laughs> uh, uh, I'll just like the Hindenburg. <laughs> yeah, the jellyfish starts to freak out and actually starts to turn into, like, burn up. I mean, w- jellyfish is mainly water. It would just be, like, excessively steaming. Yeah. It's, for a bit. It's, it's creating a bit of a cloud, and actually it seems like you're, you're traveling into a storm anyway. Okay. Uh, so how long does that effect last? Uh, a minute, so like not super long. You can pat it out pretty quick if ah, you try. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I use that, my cape. Oh, that's fire. Is it fire resistant? Did it, is that a thing? So you're not wearing it though. Or you, we you are wearing it. We so determined your scar tissue uh, created you some <laughs> sort of resistance. All right. Well, I just start rolling over it with my body. <laughs> your charred my body. My charred, horribly disfigured body. <laughs> all right. Uh, one thing we should say is, yeah, everybody leveled up. We didn't. We didn't mention that. Are you on the elevator ride? This like we. Is that one that happened? Uh, yes. I all didn't... at once, as we as we watched democracy succeed, we were like, <laughs> it inspired Whoa, us so guys, so hard. This journey has really taken us to some places. We should probably go up like three or four levels. <laughs> Because uh, that's how I run my games, is I just sort of have a story arc, and when it's done, you level up a certain number of levels. Works for me. Yep. Works for me. All right, so you guys are flying through the air. Uh, not super fast, but it's super comfy on these jellyfish. Uh, and you, like I said, you're sort of traveling. It looks like the clouds are getting thicker, and the wind actually is picking up window. You're... Ooh! Yeah, you're starting. I assume yes! you appreciate it. I'm not sure uh, how you feel about errant wind, but it's good. <laughs> yeah, and uh, uh, Liara says, "Oh, we must be getting close to the meridian. This is, I experienced this before. Uh, there's, there seems to be some line in the ocean where there's just huge hurricane storms over and over again. But hopefully, at this time of day, we can, we can pass right by it." And you, you continue moving, and you notice off to your west, there is just, like, a dark, dense cloud of huge... It looks like you're basically looking at a hurricane, where there's it's hitting the ocean, there's a water spout up. Uh, you can't really see into it, because it's just steam. It's just thick-ass steam, clouds, etc. Is it like a hot hurricane? It's hot, yeah. Just wondering. Yeah. It's steam. I don't know how many hurricanes we've seen. Is it cloud? You mean clouds? Uh, vapor. It is hot though. It's very oh, okay. hot. And oh, okay. like it's it's almost like noon. So like the sun is beating down on you anyway. All that sort of stuff. So we should probably go around that large patch of Owen's clouds. Right? No! <laughs> no, window. I I think if we just keep going straight, we can pass right because it seems to be coming this way. So as long as we continue on the straight path, we should be fine. Yes! Rain is good! Uh, Wind too. Uh, I'm window. Come on. You you are. I mean, perhaps you could fly a little closer. I'm going to personally stay on the straight course. I think. Uh, yeah, window. I like wind, rain, not so much. It's like the 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 pee of the ocean. Fine. And I mean, I I guess Simon, you were at one point uh, sort of sweet talking the storm spirit, but I, I don't. <laughs> 
Yeah, I was. I mean, that I was in in time. That was about a month ago. So I don't think she'd be very happy. To oh, she probably doesn't remember me though. I'm I'm just a just a guy. Just a, just a humble you magician. The one time. Who? I, I got a letter from her. It's not important. What did she say? Did she talk? Did she say my name? Well, not by name, but like, how many murderous magicians are there out there? Simon. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> All right. Just the one. All right. Fair enough. Uh, well, that's, uh, did she say anything else? Anything good? Uh, I don't She mentioned my signs. outfits? <laughs> Did she mention the cape? Uh. The hat? I... The, the cane? <laughs> Does it make me look old? Too old? Not, no, no, no. Old uh, I old? think going to, uh, woo her while covered in the, her brother's excess mud, I don't know, sends mixed messages, but, uh, do you. Simon. I'll, I'll just try and tidy up here then. Uh, I stand on... I do a handstand. Oh. Okay, so the hat would fall off your head. No, I mean, like, I'm, like, I'm doing, like, I'm doing, like, the, like, the, like, spin on my head thing that, like... Like, like a break dance, dance, like dance do. Yeah, but, like... Yeah, so I spin off the mud. Okay. And then also, I look really pretty cool. <laughs> uh, acrobatics. Is, are you trying to show your skills? 23. Jeez. There is a far-off crack-a-boom crack-a-boom. From, the, from the storm uh, gathering that sort of sounds like crack-a-damn! <laughs> and uh, you get the sense the storm spirits... Pretty turned very, on. Yeah. Pretty wet. <laughs> Pretty wet storm over there. Oh, God. It's electric. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Oh, man. You're the apple of her eye, storm. Uh, uh, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but, so, you're continuing on, uh, after this, Liaris, uh, at least she is continuing on in a straight line. She doesn't want to have anything to do with the storm. I don't know about you, but, uh, jellyfish, sky jellyfish, and, uh, giant butterflies, not the best Liara. against Well, wouldn't just, like, act as, as, like, animalistic lightning rods, and we just have, like, really energetic... Yes, but uh, with strong winds, they sort of act like a plastic bag and get blown around. Mm. A burlap bag gets blown around. If you're just getting jealous and don't want to see my old uh, fling, I get it. Uh, totally get I'm it. I'm sure. Yes, I'm sure you get it. I got it. moves. Yeah. Nope. I, I also got moves don't want I know to it. see whatever you do to try and seduce my sister, so I'm going to go with Liara uh, on this one. All right. Uh, and Dakin, in your head, Dan, uh, Simon says, "What the hell are you talking about with the storm spirits? What do you? Since when are you involved?" Hey, she seems pretty cool. I, I mean, you, you had it in, in your in your sword, didn't you? I worked my entire life learning how to quell quench the power of the storm spirit. It's the strongest element in terms of like physical strength. Is that wh- why? Why did you attack the the storm with its own power? Well, you have to learn how to control it. It's it, If you are going to control something, you must learn to find control in yourself. Like, that's sort of the first thing that you mm. learn. I feel like you don't really understand control. I, I don't know the meaning of it. Yep. <laughs> that's yeah. pretty clear. My assessment was accurate. Somebody, <laughs> what, is that, what is that word? Fine, whatever. I'm just going to watch the hurricane. Uh, and so you are again flying. You after a couple of days uh, of eating rations on tireless jellyfish. Uh, what are you eating? What jellyfish. sort of? <laughs> <laughs> With for him, slightly roasted jellyfish. Yeah, yeah. the one cooked, cooked jellyfish. jellyfish yeah. I consume the unused jellyfish 
as I am myself a jellyfish. <laughs> <laughs> That's a terrifying image. Reverse osmosis. Did it like <laughs> they like docked inside of you and you start digesting it like yep. jellyfish? Got like a phago phago cytosis. I think it's phago cytosis. Oh. Yep, phagocytosis. Do oh. any... Were you saying the brand of yeah, soda? Yeah, I thought you were saying the brand of soda. <laughs> <laughs> you know nope. that brand of soda made out of jellyfish? Yep. Uh, do jellyfish eat other jellyfish? They do re- in this... Me. I just meant in real life. I don't uh, know. There's a lot of them. There's that, gotta be one. Everything eats itself. <laughs> Especially humans. Especially humans. <laughs> Way darker than the original Everybody Boobs. <laughs> Everybody, Everybody eats themselves. themselves. I would listen to Samuel L. Jackson read that child's story. Everybody eats themselves. That was Mono Jackers. No, they're not. Uh, all right, but you, uh, you are very excited to see after a couple days of travel, land, land ho. <laughs> yes, come on, I'm window. <laughs> yeah, do you have a, the equivalent of a fist pump? Uh, that flies up. Yeah, my hat spins. <laughs> I've, I've just been so pumped full of wind from being in the high seas amongst the storms that I'm. Window's feeling don't you hot and billowy. <laughs> like, don't you love the wind? You are of the wind? Yes. But it's, it's, I guess it's the yin to your yang, so you like that wind to my dough. Yeah, but it's, like you just, <laughs> it's like, you know, you get some time to your wind self, and then you want to share that wind with the world. <laughs> yep. Yes! <laughs> yep. <laughs> Hey everybody, thank you for listening to the season premiere of the Kane Campaign. We are so very excited to be back in the habit because this is where we belong. Uh, I'm here with my good friends who are here normally. Yes. <laughs> uh, Sans, Yay. Sean. Sean worked 12 hours today and you know that's pretty crazy. Why would you do that, Sean? You've abandoned us. I've abandoned my Sean. <laughs> it's because he's got a barely. That's probably why. He's got to support that bear that lives on his leg. He's yep. bear leg here. He's eaten for two. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but we do have a couple uh, hashtag trash bags that we got to reach into Windows bag, pull them out, and figure out uh, what exactly we're going to do. Maggie Conrad, one of our patrons, wants to know uh, she's getting ready. She's world building currently for an upcoming campaign she's going to be running. And she wants some tips for creating a pantheon. She's going for like a lot of balance sort of thing. Things where like the main god is the sun and the moon. Uh, like I believe one of the goddesses is the moon and the other goddess is the sun, and they're like they have like you know they're sub deities. But uh, I basically said when you go the elemental route, it's great because you have a god that is the god of fire, and then he's hot tempered and and changes really quickly, and you know all that sort of jazz. Mm-hmm. Uh, Patrick, you've created gods before in some of our older campaigns. I have created gods, and uh, they tend to be. Like, uh, my thing is, I always want to have a very different kind of pantheon, like uh, just because uh, you know you tend to assign different parts of nature a god. Like, oh, you're the god of the moon, or the god of the the stars, or whatever. And so I always uh, like to do the more god of of strange tricks and there's also another god of uh of, of tides but only the tides of tuesdays and thursdays just like a a, a strange grab bag of deity creation and also the the laundry detergent yes the god of laundry swirlicus <laughs> But uh, there is one god that I want to create, the god of uh, irony. 
because uh, there's one PC that I really want to play where he was a bard, a, a dwarven bard who worshipped the god of irony, being a bard, you know, because all of his jokes are ironic and whatever. Uh, but then he sang a song to please the god, and his the dwarven halls filled up with ale, and all of his compatriots drowned in ale. Uh, and then now he's, like, on a quest to kill his once patron because... Yeah, too much booze. <laughs> too much irony. Yeah, I like uh, I like any like I like pantheons that are like they're the result. They're all like actual beings, like kind of in the way that like the like the Greek pantheon is all like you got like Zeus, you got like all these like individual guys, and like I like think back to like the cosmology of like your universe that you're you're role playing. It's like at the like the dawn of time, there were these first heroes and mm-hmm. each of them became gods in this way. So like the first set of epic destinies created your gods. And so it kind of mm-hmm. gives them a little bit of backstory, a little more motivation than just being like, I'm the like and there's nothing wrong with being the god of fire. Mm-hmm. But if like you're the the god of fire because like you like burned the planes of whatever yeah like the entire planet was on fire and you cornered it down yeah like that's that's kind of badass and so i like like when i'm creating like that world i always think like way 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 back like i have to justify everything all the way down yeah and uh i also like to create uh pantheons i mean it it, depending on whether you have characters who want to play uh deities that have an active role um, obviously in, uh, Bad Jacks, I did a pantheon where everybody was dead. There was only one last god. And so, having, hitting your players with, uh, a different kind of, uh, celestial setup is also an interesting thing. Because, you know, maybe they're still worshipping, like, the echoes of a god, but, like, uh, you know, celestial magic has been slowly drained from the world. Or, obviously, you don't have to take anything that... I say, but just having a, a, rather than just having, you know, a bunch of gods are up there and sometimes they disagree, but mostly it's stable is, you know, not necessarily the most interesting way to take it. Sometimes you want to shake it up. And if you're really trying to shake it up, uh, false prophets are a cool way to go. Uh, Like someone, you know, talking about a god and it turns out that that god is not a real god or like someone who's pretending to be a god to get money or wealth or... The Con- god of concubines. false prophets would actually be pretty funny. Yeah. Every he, he sets up like different prophets to, for other yeah. gods. He just goes around <laughs> planting fake gods everywhere. <laughs> yeah. oh god. He's the Panama Papers. Yeah, yeah, gods. yeah. That would be good. He just he gets he like has prophets that aren't actually yeah. speaking for that god, but he yeah. gives them like miracles that they yep. do, so people believe that they speak for Bayamet or whatever. Yep. Well, and that's also uh, something that's really great and can inform your pantheon if one of your players Players has like a goal or is like getting into trouble has a hook a story hook of some kind that's a great place to insert a god like if they are looking for some sort of higher purpose give them religion of a specific like when sean uh was got the lucky feet locron took the lucky feet and then the god of luck showed up and was like hey man you have a lot of bad luck let me help you out mm-hmm. and he did he did somewhat <laughs> locron still almost died but a lot Uh, thanks, Maggie. Good luck with coming up with your Pantheon. If you think up some crazy gods, let us know. Uh, we also have another question from Tem Wayland. Uh, he's going to be... Tem Talk. 
Tim Talks. It's time uh, for Tim Talks. And I time believe actually uh, Patrick and Steven addressed this one a little bit last week, uh, be, but we'll see if Dan and I can come up with any Whoa. crazy ideas. Uh, <laughs> because he's going to be running his group of adventurers through a bunch of different alternate reality apocalypse settings. Cool. Uh, and he, so he wanted some weird apocalypses that could happen. I suggested one where the, all the inhabitants of the Earth are really awkward, like, and they sort of don't, like, they go with the flow no matter what, and there was a, a prophecy that said an apocalypse was supposed to happen, but it didn't happen, and everyone didn't want to, like, shake the boat too much, so they were just like, oh, I guess we'll just go through the motions, you know, like, looting and rioting and what you're supposed to do for an apocalypse. So then the PCs get to show up in the plane and actually cause the apocalypse, thus saving the day from all the awkwardness. <laughs> I like that. I like I just spitball in here like a like a necromantic apocalypse where like uh, like necromantic energy has gone awry in the universe and all of the people's skeletons are animating before they die. <laughs> and skeleton it's like war. literally unless you can uh. come to terms with the skeleton inside of you, it literally like rips itself from you your body. fight your own skeleton. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. And so like when they get there they're like there's like a voice in their head and they're like, What the, what is this? Ooh, and then that's great. Your bones it's like growing talking. pains and then like eventually like if they don't figure it out fast enough, like their like their maybe their arm starts like they have to fight their own arm. Out. Yeah. Um or it could be like a, a plague where it's a pox of lips. Oh, God. Where everybody no. is growing mouths all over themselves, nope. and it's super gross. Frog apocalypse. Just a bunch of frogs, and they're huge and radioactive. and Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. I like... I do... Uh, another sort of take on Dan's idea is that the maybe necromantic energy was for the first time happened, and so now zombies are a thing in this world, but they are, like, you know, just undead citizens, and then depending on how shades of gray you want to get with it mm. that's the that's the new civil rights issue for the land and it's b- demonstrations of undead lives matter and all things like that or unlives matter i yeah. guess it would be and depending on how shades of gray it could be a very sexy apocalypse oh god yeah. i knew as soon as i said that yeah. Yeah. aliens come and they take the sexiest of us and, and the aliens come us, it forces us to copulate yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, if you have you better have proficiency with leather armor because it's going to become a point of uh, issue. Yep, because of leather. <laughs> yeah. I, I get it. Uh, Tim, hopefully those are some good ideas. Don't do the mouths one. That's gross. Uh, <laughs> but, so we also have to, we're going to revisit uh, the one from last week as well that Kenneth Starr wrote in. He's going to be running a villains campaign where uh, the only input he's gotten from his PCs is that they want a castle. And uh, I believe last week you suggested that Window could be inside the castle no. or something. Okay. First of all, David, it's almost as if you don't think we covered these things in enough depth. <laughs> uh, but what I suggested was that in a, in a Giant's Hand-esque scenario, yep. they have uh, five different castles, or one for however many party members, Yep. and then they meet in the palm mm-hmm. to compare evil notes and plan evil plans, and that window, a window esque figure could be the villain they go against who has like the popular support of all the people. Ah, I see. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking there should be some sort of. Uh, I or actually I liked your idea, Stephen, about each castle being the villain. Yep. 
like anthropomorphized castles. Yes, yeah, so the living <laughs> castle is the actual villain they have to defeat. Yep. Or maybe that's the hero. They're like bouncy houses <laughs> that are like the most beloved castles in all it's like the Chuck land. Chuck E. Cheese, and they're like, no, stop having fun. Yeah. Chuck E. Castles. <laughs> yeah. I can come up with a better name. Cheese than that. Castle. And, cheese. and so you have to turn the castle evil. Your villains have to raid the castle and take out all the do gooders. Punch all the bricks and mortar. Anger the castle. I was really thinking you were going to say punch all the little you children. Have to, yeah. You have to incept the castle. You have to go inside and find it safe and then. Go in the basement. In. Go to yeah. the basement. Yeah, and then put in like down a, the boiler room. a creepy spider in yeah. it or something. <laughs> so it's like an evil haunted castle. Or just be like this old castle. You send a group of people to the mm. castle to renovate it because it's old and drafty and mm. the heating bills are too high. Or, you know, it's like a, this good castle and it's like you got to go in there and like put spider webs up. And the more evil you make the castles you go through it, the more the castle responds to your yeah, evil ways. Yeah, it's like ways. a feng shui type thing. <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta change the energies in the rooms. You gotta feel it out. Yeah. Splash blood in the walls. Yeah, move the chandelier. Put some chains. Feet. That was actually one other thing uh, Kenneth mentioned was blood magic uh, should somehow be implemented. So if the if the castle was actually a living organism, it could have blood inside of it Ew. and they have to, you know, control mm. the castle. Blood yeah, in the walls. It's cement. The blood is cement. And you, if you hit the wall, it like pours out. That's that could the secret. Be a good combat mechanic. All of a sudden, you got cement pouring out all the walls. I mean, it could right, be a Dave? castle. <laughs> it could be, it could it's be quick try. kind of like resetting a little bit. Blood magic. It could be a castle they're building with the blood of the dead enemies. That they Ooh. Have, you know. One corpse at a time. Yep. Slow, Make slow, a little bloody. Slow build move. that castle. Yeah, yep. Uh, so, Kenneth, <laughs> if, uh, if that works out for you, let us know. Let us know how your players, how evil they go, because uh, that's always fun to hear. We do also have some shout-outs for our new patrons. Uh, so we got Hootie and Booty. We got to bring them on in here real oh, quick. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, it's, I, I don't really exist anymore. Brother, <laughs> you, are, you are like a smoky negligee that I wear now. Through time and space, we have come together so that we may talk more. Yes, <laughs> and shout out more. Yes, who are, who right. are we shouting oh, out, Oh, we brother. got to shout out on our, on our wall of heroes. We have Frank Lowerman, the merry glowing berry grower. Wow. I, I have I have seen many a berry grower, but never have I seen a more merry one. And yeah, and the glowing berries, those are cool because we are kind of glowing, and if you think about it, we are like berries. I just thought about it, and it's awesome. Yeah, and also we got Alvin Chow, the rune strewn spittoon tycoon. He's like that guy <laughs> Patunk. Oh, but but all of his spittoons are strewn with runes? Yes. Oh, but the, what powerful magic those spittoons must uh, hold, as well as, you know, s- saliva. Yeah, that's what I was going to say, too. Spelliva. But did, uh, did that work? Did that, did that pan? Uh, sure. Okay. We also have Adam Hart, who is uh, on our wainscoting of, of legends. Uh, he was the creator of Pick Misty, first goblin king of Red Helm Mountain. The reforger of memory who killed so many of his own family members, he was orphaned before his birth. Wow. And hey, now that you are the the smoky remnants of, of uh, retconning, uh, you, <laughs> clearly you know something about being born before you were alive. Yeah, and also because of like 
orphans. Because, like, we knew a lot of orphans. Like, Simon was an orphan. We're kind of an orphan. Window, Simple Garbage Boy? Simple Garbage Boy was an orphan. And, like, Window was pretty much an orphan. Yeah, Window, Ro- Window didn't have no orphan. parents. Rodan was an orphan. I never actually met Rodan, and I didn't really meet Simple Garbage Boy, but... It, uh, you, you knew about them via the magic of my butt. Yep. Okay. Well, that's, that's, <laughs> that's all for our patrons, except... One other one, but the the guys will take care of it. All right. Well, goodbye to whatever ethereal plane you have come from. It's the butt. Goodbye to my butt. All right. But we do, as always, getting back with the Kane campaign, since we are back in the Kane campaign, we have to pray to the false warden. The false warden. Because the false warden. Because that's what we do. <laughs> and since it is the season four premiere of the Kane campaign, I want each of us to make a promise mm. to the False Warden uh, for something that we're going we're gonna to work towards in season four. And then we're going to look back at the end and open up our note card and see if we accomplished it. Mm. So you can go first since you made that. Mm. All right. Well, uh, the promise ring that I will forge for the False Warden is that I will attempt to remind Window at as many times as possible that elemental seeds does not in fact mean any seeds seeds that he finds on the ground. (laughs) That Window finds. Window, that it finds on the ground. (laughs) And in fact implying both me. Window will also promise to make note of that. Yeah. Uh, And my muddy buddy, the earth pig, are in fact the elemental seeds. And, uh... Hoodie will attempt to uh, fulfill whatever, no doubt, grand destiny the false warden has dutifully emplaced for him. Uh, I w- promise, as the DM, to attempt to get Hoodie to burn too hot mm. so that the false warden, because that is the one direction that the false warden gave Window, was watch out for Hoodie, don't let him burn too hot. And I re- <laughs> I'm going to put you through some tests, Window, Ooh! for the false warden. Oh, no! Enjoyment going through the ringer. Uh, I promise, as window, to uh, learn new words and phrases <laughs> that are that are that are just so hilarious and 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 timely. Uh, and also to learn the uh, phrases "false warden." Yep, window will learn how to say "false warden." Uh, also, so much more uh, in store. Uh, As Simon, I will resolve to kill 50% less people who don't don't deserve it (laughs) this season. Uh, And if they do, it's definitely to restore balance to the elements. Praise be to the False Warden. Praise. Praise be. Yeah. Uh, Kill only in the False Warden's name. That's right. Or at the very least, blame him (laughs) after the fact. False Warden made me do it. Praise praise be. (laughs) Frame the Warden. Frame be the Warden. Uh, But thank you, uh, Marshall Riles, for supporting us. Thank you to all of our patrons for supporting us. If you would like to donate to our podcast and get your name shouted out or get to create a fun rule like the one we're having in this episode, you can go to rpgentleman.com slash donate, and you will learn how to do that there. Uh, that's all I got, Patrick. Uh, and that's all I've got, too, David. I've got something. No. I don't have anything. <laughs> I've got nothing. At all. Yeah, but we've got more episode in store, so we'll get back to that right goddamn now. 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 So, for those of you who have never seen the elven continent of Phylara before, 
uh, which I think is all of you. Uh, what you are f- witnessing as you fly towards the shore is first in the middle of the ocean about a mile or two from the land. It's rising out like a giant tower of iron and black rock is a huge mountain that is almost like straight up steep, so tall. And around the top is just like a lightning storm because you can almost taste the iron particles in the air. So it's just cracka, 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 boom. Cracka cow. Thank you, Sean. Uh, But you evade it. You know, uh, <laughs> you see cool. a crazy see thing. Yeah. Excellent oh, unnecessary wow. detail well, on the horizon. <laughs> that's it's a necessary detail because <laughs> that might come into play later. Who knows? Fair enough, fair enough. Uh, but past that, like I said, about a mile is the sandy shore of Loman, the the northernmost Elven city. It's a small seaside town. Uh, it actually looks like there are strange hunks of iron. Like, it looks like maybe there used to be buildings or some sort of machinery almost, but that's been uh, corroded away. It's very rusty, and it's actually, like, sticking out. It's covered, been covered up by sand over the years. Uh, but there are small uh, little shanties, wooden shanties, elves fishing in boats, all that sort of good stuff. Liara sort of has you land down there to resupply. You careen in on your jellyfish. Uh, How does Liara, as an Eladrin, relate to these these blue-collar elves? These, workaday these, elves. These workaday elves. I mean, the way she interacts, uh, you'll see the way she interacts, but it does sort of seem like she thinks she's a little bit better, just a little bit. Okay. Uh, to quote Will Wheaton, elves are their hillbilly cousins. So, uh, she, you land sort of outside of the town, and she grabs her uh, butterfly figurine. Figurine, thank you. I'm so couldn't remember. And she goes, "All right, so we got to get got to get some supplies, and also we have to see if Bromelia is still intact." Uh, I know that... Who's Bromelia? Bromelia is the city where we're going. It's, oh, it's further south. Not jellyfish on the brain. Why wouldn't it be intact? Uh, when I passed through the portal from the Feywild into Bromelia, uh, there was some strange goings-on in the town. There, The town was in a bit of a frenzy. It seems as though some sort of... Uh, well, children have gone missing. That's what I heard. Uh, Whoa! I, oh, I, I didn't. I, I, do, I don't know anything about those children. Well, I would hope not. We haven't even been there before. Can I do an inside I... check? <laughs> Against whom? That guy. Against Simon? Yeah. Uh, that's 19. 19? Uh, <laughs> no, I think. You're right. I, okay, you can tell he knows about those children. No. I thought, I I thought there know. was a chance that you knew about those children. So. No. no. I only know about the children of the Kane Empire when I. Check them into the brain clinic. <laughs> oh, to be fair, like you've kept secrets from us before, so like I just you know, just wanted to know. You know, that's yeah, fair. I'm full of secrets. Uh, is that your other job? Were you like the front desk person? I was the secretary, <laughs> and they're like, you know what, Simon? Uh, our guy just died out in the field. Could you just go pick up his stuff? And then he did. And then they're like, just just keep stay out there. Stay out there. Stay keep, out there. Keep stabbing. Keep stabbing. Stay out there. Keep stabbing. Yeah. You started keep, as a keep stabs on that guy. You you were a tempest temp for a while. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's the oh. most in unison. Flat. Uh, ah. Just one long jerk off motion. <laughs> uh, but so you all, there's 
there's hubbub around town. Yeah, for a small little shanty town where people are fishing, it seems like everybody, there's a large crowd around one tavern. Uh, the hub, and that's where all the bub's going on. <laughs> that's what I would say. All right, we, we, I, as, as the jellyfish soar into land, Hoodie uh, jumps down and uh, slow falls all the way down to the bar door and listens in on the bubbery. Uh, and you hear people just sort of saying, like, what the hell is he building? I don't know. That guy's weird. And he just landed here the other day. I don't understand what's going on. There's a dwarf in town, and nobody's happy about it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this was a good exposition. Good uh, good chatter, townsfolk. Window bursts into the bar, and... Uh, Holy <laughs> shit! Friends, I am oh. Window! Window needs seeds! <laughs> what? Um, yes, we have seeds. Yes? Uh, <laughs> my favorite David voice. An, an elf uh, from behind the bar uh, was drying out some mugs made of petrified leaves. And uh, it sort of affixes you with his green eyes and says, Yes, why have you blown in here? There was a hubbub, but you broke it. <laughs> Window needs seeds. Duh. Uh, Window said. Sure. Maybe I'll give you the seeds and then you can leave. Sure. Uh, what else is going on in the bar? What's the, what was the original bubbery about? So uh, as Window's being given some seeds by the, the barkeep, you look in, you sort of slither your way in. And everyone is sitting at tables, a bunch of elves, uh, various hard-worn fishermen elves and hard-worn sand-digging elves. (laughs) (laughs) Just digging sand. Sandcastle-making dwarves. (laughs) Everything you do in a shanty town, uh, some slanty elves. uh, But they're, they're sitting all around the bar, but everyone's eyes are affixed on one table in the corner where there's just... A dwarf with the largest beard you've ever seen. Like, larger than a typical dwarven beard. It's not well-kempt at all. It is just down to his feet and, like, frazzled. It looks like almost he got electrified or something. And he is just hammering away with... He's got a huge tool belt on, and he's got some sort of weird contraption, clockwork-looking contraption on his table. Is this the artificer? No, the artificer wasn't a dwarf, was he? I'm not sure. From, From Tempest? Uh, no, you, you do not recognize, he was a gnome. The artificer from Tempest was a gnome. uh, Or from the elemental garrison, excuse me. I slither up to the dwarf's table and curl up on the bench opposite him and go, What forge ye, dwarf man? Dwarf? (laughs) I, I've been forging this here fishing net. Yeah, you got a problem with that, <laughs> no, snake no, man. Would it have been top three guesses? But uh, what what needs be forged in a fishing net? Uh, I've been adrift at sea for well, my father before me, for <laughs> father and mother presumably. Yeah, I, I and two other couples. So it wasn't weird. <laughs> Why? Yeah, that never- Sounds like quite the upbringing. We we went, my father set sail 700 years ago, and we've been adrift at sea ever since. We, every time we spied a shore, the wind turned and drove us away from the shore. We could not make it to land. 
we had to grow gardens on the top of our ship to dry, to even survive. Yes, I can see how, you know, it'd be very hard to get vegetables out there. But uh, passing sky jellies, perhaps they're pretty delicious if you've ever tried one. I don't know anything about passing sky jellies. I am but a simple craftsman. I learned my father's trade. He, he had to develop the most complex fishing equipment that anyone had ever seen. But it's like, that doesn't necessarily mean it's the best, right? It's like, it's, oh, it's so complex. He's got a Rube Goldberg method of getting fish. It takes like five hours, gets like two fish. He, he lifts up what looks like one of those claw game hooks, oh, uh, and but it's got like a balloon on the top of it that's floating up in the air. And he goes, you want to see how, com- how efficient my father's design was? I get it. Efficient. Oh. Pretty good. All right, I give it to you. Let's I haven't had anyone to appreciate me puns for seven years. My father died seven years ago, and it has just been me and the two other couples on the boat. <laughs> they didn't have kids? No, they were <laughs> abstinent. <laughs> you got a weird group going on. So you're kind of like raised by six parents. What? Yes. Well, okay. Anyway, watch this. <laughs> Throws the table over, so like you sort of have to jump out of the way. His his manners don't seem very as you would recognize them on land because he's been adrift at sea for his entire life. He's got some sea manners. <laughs> yep. And he, I know he that goes. pushes past pushes past all the barkeeps, pushes all the bar goers. Uh, there are like seven or eight barkeeps in this bar. It's bumping. It is uh, epic. Yeah, a lot of service. Uh, he pushes past window, Woo! pushes your bags out of the way as you're filling them up with seed. Uh, yes! Any preference to the type of seed? Elemental seeds! Oh. We don't have any of those. No! We have water. It is an element, technically. True. All right, water for the trash. <laughs> blub, blub, you blub, start blub. growing stuff. Yeah, you're, you're a chia pet. You are a chia pet now. Oh, my bags. God. Yep, you are now have little sprouts all inside your bags. You probably Ooh. had those bags perforated quite a bit, too. I so. mean, like, burlap is like known for fungus? its aerotitis. <laughs> These yeah. molds happening in different places. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, there would be a bunch of fungus there's, in your bags. There's so much nutrients in your bags. Yep. Uh, but the dwarf pushes past... All of the bar goers, even the ones that are like standing outside the bar looking in. <laughs> he makes and a point to just like shove everybody. <laughs> shoves his way Everyone through the out of my way. You're going to see something great. And uh, he, he walks his way to the, the shore and actually. <laughs> if this motherfucker doesn't catch like all the fish, I'm going to be really disappointed. And uh, he just throws, <laughs> he walks into about chest height, let's say nipple height for a dwarf. So like three feet, three and a half feet. Yeah, three and a half feet. Uh, but that's about 20 feet out, and he throws his huge metal contraption in. It sinks underneath the waves with a huge splash, but you see the the floating balloon on the top of the water, and then all of a sudden the floating balloon gets sucked underneath, and with a huge pull of his brawny arms, he pulls in what looks like a nurse shark, like one of the, one of the medium-sized sharks, and he goes... Yeah, this'll feed the family, the two other couples and me, <laughs> for four days. I like that you still refer to them as like other couples, even though they would have been like integral and raising. We didn't get very close. <laughs> <laughs> They're just these absent <laughs> pairs. 
<laughs> just, just kept themselves for hundreds of years on the ship. <laughs> it was kind of awkward. My parents, it was a timeshare raft. <laughs> and so we didn't know each other going in. Didn't know each other coming out. We didn't know each other coming out. That I, makes sense. I mean, you never know when you can finally ha- get home. That's so true. So it's like, why you introduce yourselves are, now? Are you, like, cursed by the wind spear or something? It seems pretty fishy to, anytime you reach land, they're just like, nope, and you go back out to sea. Also, that's a pretty fishy. Thank you. The important, <laughs> thank you. I don't know if I was cursed by the wind spirit or if my father was just a terrible captain, but oh, it's, it was nice to get land under my feet for the first time in ages. And just now like I making the decision to be like, all right, what if we tried going away from the land? Maybe that'll get <laughs> yeah. us there. Reverse windcology. <laughs> yeah. uh, yeah. I liked it. Thanks. Uh, and then Buddy says, I, and I'm going to make a name for myself. I'm going to show all these elves what it is to be a true fisherman. Uh, how can we aid you, side quest? I don't, need, <laughs> I don't need your help. Okay. Cool! <laughs> That's fine. We're seeing a lot of that recently. Yeah, we kind of got our own thing going on here, so if and you excuse us, we'll just be, uh, we'll just be moving on, yeah? Liara comes up uh, with huge satchels full of supplies, and she goes, Who the hell is this? What are you all doing? Hey, uh, the guy called the shark. It was pretty cool. Uh, After the build-up, I kind of We thought. have adventures without you, Liara. It's fine. Uh, I guess, yes. Uh, You'd be so nosy. I, I, I found out uh, Bromelia is presumably still intact, uh, but we must steer clear of the capital city of Solwood because of the animosity between the Kane Empire and the elves. Uh, okay. I mean, I'm... I'm just kind of That's a nature fine. guy. Sure. You're yeah. a fire snake and you, you, we don't... No, you are a human, as is Simon. Yeah. And that could cause a lot of anger amongst but, these elves. or am I? And, and one of the elves, <laughs> one of the elves who is hubbing and bubbing goes, Yeah, I don't like any of you. Whoa! Okay, the trash is all right. Yeah! But I'm an elf. And Simon dons his impersonation skills. Like really shitty rubber ear, ears yeah. that go yeah. over his regular human ears? He has ears. little ear caps. Okay, have you been preparing this disguise for 25 gold pieces? Uh, yes. <laughs> Didn't you get I, that exact amount from the gnome? Or like 50 gold, right? I got, so I got, I got one more. Yep, so I've got an elf disguise now. Also, okay. I, say, I, uh, I got um, that from my, uh, well, in the bar I spotted someone who looked roguish and used my Thieves Cant ability to <laughs> chat him into uh, giving me some elf pointers. Yeah. Uh, both physically Specifically and... Specifically <laughs> ear points. Yeah. He is covered in a torrent of mud, too. Harder to make out the subtle differences. I'm a dirty little elf, just like you. <laughs> Beep, boop, boop, boop. And I, I poke him in the nose. Hey, you look like one of those people who digs all day in the <laughs> That's sand. That's right. You're, you're one of us. Sure I am. I'm <laughs> just like you. Yep. Little, uh... What's your favorite thing about digging? Uh, it's, my favorite part is just getting right in the dirt. As you can see, look at me, I'm covered in dirt. Mm, that don't look like sand, there's really only sand around here. I jump in the water, too. Mm. It gets, is that, we're by water, right? Yeah, we're <laughs> right, by, right by the ocean, <laughs> yeah, and that's I, why it's sand. Yeah? You're very confusing, and I'm starting to suspect not one of us. Why would you think that? Because I'm one of you. That's, That's not... the kind of weak-minded, non-comradery-like thinking the other people want you to think. 
Oh, God. Yes! Was that a convincing <laughs> argument? Uh, my brain hurt somewhat when you said it. I don't do much but dig up sand all Me day. neither. <laughs> High five. This, this conversation aside. Yes. Uh, yeah, very yes. important thing, Liara. You got yes. supplies? You got snacks? I got, we can go now. Okay, did you get the mesquite-flavored mesquite coals? Because I like the mesquite flavor. You you mentioned it about seven or eight times okay, before good, we landed. Good, so good, yes, good. Let's go. Okay. <laughs> uh, and you once again alight upon your jellyfish, leaving Loman and its new dwarven inhabitant to uh, fish around uh, <laughs> to change yeah. the hearts and minds of podunk elves everywhere. Just some world building for you. Yeah. Uh, and so then you uh, continue southward over huge, lush, green forests of the Elven Nation. Uh, you are actually more used to it now thanks to the growth because of the the Kane Empire started to be more green. But this is, you've never seen anything like this. Well, I, mean, just... I, I read forest books when I was a, you know, going through Druid school. Yeah. I did, I did my post-grad on... On forests, on, on things that weren't around me, like forests. <laughs> keeping in, keeping in, uh, of course, with the verdant green we are around. Window is now as lush as a bush, <laughs> <laughs> three stacked bushes because of all the crap that's grown inside of window mm. and the watering. So a, fl- a, fl- a flying chia pet. Yep, big bush. tricorn hat. Yeah. Exact bush. Window likes big bush. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, a, like it's. I'm like a topiary. Yeah. Uh, a windopiary. Yeah. Uh, uh, yes. Perhaps, yes. <laughs> but, so, after another long day's travel on the butterflies and uh, the jellyfish. jellyfish. Thank you. I'm having such a trouble with words. Sky jellyfish. Yeah. Did you do jellyfish because it's a butterfly? I'm just saying they're both like spreadable upon breads. Oh. oh spreadable, shit. if you will. And next you'll be doing peanut butter marmite. The fish shit. Yes. Peanut butter marmite fish shit. My favorite. <laughs> fish cuisine really is the worst. Uh, marmite's Australian, but yeah. it's alright. Yeah, Patrick, I'm... why would you fuck up like that? How <laughs> you? you just ruined that part of the podcast. <laughs> that was going so well for me. My lack of spread geometry. Or uh, geography. Yep, okay. Butter but it... horse. <laughs> <laughs> But no, we already covered <laughs> butter. <laughs> the peanut butter whores. What marmalade? Here we go. Marmalade. What can we do with that? Marmalade mounts. Jam dunk. <laughs> <laughs> Jam donkey. No, we're done. We're done. We're moving on. Uh, I'll get one later. The, okay, it doesn't be, make sense. That'll be in the outtakes. Yeah. Uh, we're we're flying over the verdant green, lush forest of Phylara. Uh Eventually, you reach. What looks like a little bit of a clearing. The trees are not grown up as high as they are, and you you land on down in a huge forest, and at the feet of what looks to be essentially a giant leaf ramp. Like, you, you're at what is a, a, a wall of a leaf. You, you could walk up this leaf about a mountain, a mountain size. It's huge. It's like super a super leaf? leaf. Yeah. Yep. Uh, the the leaf is honestly like a couple hundred feet high, so I suppose not Maybe mountain height, leaf. but very large hill. Why did we get off in front of it then? Should we fly over it like we uh, are? There is there is a magical barrier. Uh, we we would not be able. Barriers, Perception. We don't believe in barriers. 
Barriers are made to be broken. 17. 17. Uh, as you were descending on your uh, jellyfish, you noticed window. Part of the forest off to the west, like actually pretty close, is just black and dark green. Like it's dying around mm. where... Light? Like it's got some sort of blight, like uh, Matthew McConaughey would probably have to go into space. Like the rest of us. Yep, uh, to save it. <laughs> Uh, or some other magical option, maybe, could save this blighted part of the... I, uh, I rolled a 20, if that matters. Me too. Uh, you see the same You see thing. more blight. <laughs> I'm gonna roll a little <laughs> arcana to see yeah. what the deal is with this leaf and or barrier. That's jacked. Uh, 17. 17? All right. Uh, so, Simon and Hoodie, with your 20, you see... Some dark shapes moving about every now and then in the blighted part of the forest. Uh, they look shady because they're in the shade of the blight. Uh, uh, but light. Locron, you... shades? No. <laughs> Locron, you can sense that this blight is supernatural. It is not like there's. I was just... looking actually at the. I mean, I, I know my blight. Okay. Yeah, sorry. Uh, but I was, I was talking about the the, the barrier and or uh, mega leaf. It, uh, it is the standard, like, defensive barrier to try to keep out... Uh, this is yeah, one of them know. standard defensive barriers they use to keep <laughs> out, just, you know, you non-nature folk. The elves love me. They, they fucking love me. I, got, I know a bunch of leaf shit, and they go crazy for leaf shit. I'm big in Phylara. I'm big in... Big Can I just huge. blow the leaf aside? Well, it's a big leaf. It's like a hundred... It's, uh, blow a lot of wind. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually what is what you would do is sort of travel upwards along this ramp. It's like walking up a big hill, mm. and then when you get to the top, you it's almost like a volcano, except it's made out of a leaf. And you look down, and you see just way deep down inside of this flowering pod is a watery city. It's almost like Venice. You see canals in the streets and all that. Uh, so, like, we're in, in a giant lily. In a giant bromeliad, if you know what that I plant is. We watched a nature documentary a couple weeks ago with one in it. Who's but we? You and me. That's and like also guys... Patrick. Oh, okay. Yep. Uh, I was going to say, I don't really recall the specifics of it, but... Oh, it's that frog. The frog puts its tadpoles there. Little frogs in the rainforest live inside of a flower because it's like a cup. It's basically a flower that's like a cup, and it's it... Adorable um, city, David. Yep. A-plus city. I like it. Let's go down into the thing. Yep. Yeah. Uh, at the top of it is just a ring of elven soldiers standing with uh, giant long bows in hand, and some of them have huge uh, halberds sort mm. of guarding entrance. Hail, kinsmen! I've returned home! <laughs> can I, can uh, we, can, I'm gonna try to stealth in, because I'm bush. Alright, you roll stealth. Yeah. Uh, Simon, you roll uh, performance, I guess? Sure, performance. Ooh, I'm a very noticeable bush. <laughs> <laughs> you rolled a natural I'm one? I'm an out of place bush. Alright, so with that oh, natural man. one. Uh, oh, man. That'd be a 16. Alright, so you got a 16 with the natural one. Thanks to Stuart James, our patron, we roll on the My Wild Magic Surge table. And you... <laughs> That's what that table's for. You cast Fireball as a third, oh. as a third level spell centered on yourself. That oh. Fireball. Oh. Oh. A burning bush! Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> All right, so uh, <laughs> let me roll damage. Do window! So window has risen! <laughs> uh, uh, roll for charisma, check out. <laughs> yeah. Stuff fails, roll yeah. charisma. 
All right, so that was uh, 23 fire. fire damage to window. Burn. Uh, What's the radius on that? Uh, I believe it's 25 feet. All right, I'm uh, definitely going to I, I wouldn't <laughs> want to be anywhere any closer than the, to window right now, though, with his stank. Since, stank. Yeah, since you're pretending to be... Uh, also because of his stank. This is probably the cleanest he's ever smelled. He's a bush. Yeah, burn yeah, bush. It's, all, it's like gross trash growth. Yeah, which grows the most beautiful flowers. Yeah, you ever smelled trash when it's on fire? It smells <laughs> great. <laughs> all right. Uh, Simon, what did you roll on your uh, performance check? 16. 16. Uh, the elves are still sort of barring your way. They go, your flash breaked into a statue. Because there'd be a just sudden burst of fire around you, oh, wouldn't yeah. you? Yeah, I guess. And I just get a nice Oh, bath. also, I, I go invisible. I disappear. <laughs> oh, God. All right. <laughs> when is the last time we came to a new place and just said hi? Uh, Mondays, huh? <laughs> Did... Did that bush just uh, burst into flames and then disappear? What bush? <laughs> uh, that, that's like a, that's like you crazy. Can still hear, you can still hear Listen, window burning though. I know, <laughs> I know, I know. Magic is you real, you buddy. But crackling. this is a little, this is a little far fetched even for this world. All right, uh, three of the elves are gonna roll like perception or even just intelligence to figure out what. If happened. they fail them, do thing magical things happen to them? Oh God! Uh, yes. <laughs> Can I uh, roll to inhale the fire quickly and thus erase any indication that a bush had been there? Uh, yes, but wait. So one of the one of the guards failed his perception check and rolled on the wild magic surge table. For the next minute, you can see any invisible creature if you have line of sight to it. No. All right, and a window reappears. I need seeds. Only, only <laughs> one of the only one of the guards can see you burning, and he goes, "Oh my God! Did that trash what that the snowman made out of seeds is on fire?" <laughs> yeah. And what are you? You're crazy. And the, I don't see anything. You're the, an insane man. The other guard. You're guarding our town. I have paid tax dollars to fund your family. But there would be dollars, right? What's the elven Elvis dollars? <laughs> <laughs> and the the other uh, sand dollars. Liara Liara says. Yes, uh, I was the one who said that I'm window and I need seeds. It definitely wasn't anyone else. Uh, so nice. now, She's on board. Liara, Simon, and Hoodie, let's all roll persuasion or de- or deception. Excuse me, deception checks. Uh, oh, deception is what I'm good Simon at. rolled a ten. Ten. Oh fuck. Uh, done better. Ah, uh, this is thirteen. Oh my god. Okay, so. Liara also rolled a 10, <laughs> but the guards all rolled 4, 5, and 4. Nice. So, terrible but more <laughs> things right, happen so to them. Wild magic comes their way. Uh, but I'm just going to roll once for all three of them. Uh, and so all three of them are transported to the astral plane <laughs> <laughs> until the end of their next turn, after which time they return where they were previously occupied. Uh, <laughs> just walk through... So for <laughs> for six seconds they are transported to the astral plane. Uh, quick Run! Go. Yeah, in those six seconds, yeah, window is gonna go yeah, down to the red. water bottoms and then undo the flames. Uh. Yeah. So inside of extinguish the, that was the word. Inside of the tall the tall walled leaves of Bromelia, uh, there is sort of a stair cut into the organic matter of the leaves, and you can sort of wind your way down towards the Ooh! the watery bottom. Ah! Yeah. Window just jets Ooh. down. 
Ooh. Uh, and so Ooh. <laughs> you all meet up in the canals below, uh, and there are, you know, lily pad gondolas being pulled along the canals. By big frogs? By Well, one is a big frog. The rest are live elves. And mm-hmm. everyone, the big frog is like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, kind really? of, what kind of songs do they sing? No, that's all I need to know about that frog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When the moon hits your elves, when you delved too deep into Greenly, <laughs> that's Bromelia. <laughs> Uh, but anyway, so that's all happening, and you, uh, you hear some, some shouting from the street corners. There appear to be several clerics, actually, like, out on the street corners preaching to the various patrons, or the various citizens of Bromelia. Uh, you hear things like, Repent, there is a, a blight upon the land that is tearing our city apart. We must pray to Melora for guidance. And then one is like, our children are being taken because we have been, we have been bad to the, <laughs> to the nature. Nature is upset with us. Save your elf. Save, Save your elf. Save your elves. Yep. Uh, and so you hear sort of that. And uh, Liara says, yes, uh, we must seek the, the inn, the bloated toad inn. That is where we will find passage into the Feywild. Mm. It's this way. Good. <laughs> yes. Uh, and she sort of for, uh, and the frog, the giant frog gondola sort yeah. of sidles <laughs> up next to you. And I suppose Locron could turn into the giant frog if he's so No, chill. I was just speaking in the state of tongue. Oh. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Good. <laughs> yep. I'm frog. Oh, says more words. My name's Locron. I'm Window! Hoodie. I'm Frog. Take us to the bloated toad in, Mr. Frog. I invested my other 25 gold pieces in a frog disguise. I'm sure you did. Now I have a green face and a billowy chin face. Hello, I'm Frog. Good. And I don't respond, because we have an understanding. <laughs> yep. And he'd, he'd pull boats you towards down one beautiful, uh, picturesque canal. You've now got an inn with the frog <laughs> gondoliers. Nice. Important campaign aspect. So are you like the, the boss of these gondolier elves, or what do you, what do you, what, what do you, how, what's your life like? Frog. All right. Yeah, it's it's, it's, it's bad. All right, I have delved too greedily <laughs> into this frog backstory. Jinx. Aww. No. Uh. So as you're being pulled down the canals, the buildings are actually made out of you know, in a flower there's the stamen and the rhodelia. Uh, Ooh, the the various family podcast in preschool I learned the parts of the flower and I have yet to forget them so <laughs> uh, bet yep uh, but those are the the little parts you know that grow up in the center of a flower mm-hmm. but in this giant flower they're huge basically petal like things that have been formed into billowing uh, buildings. Yeah, but like, it's like not the, the size of the stamen that matters, David. It's true. The fucking side. Yep. Is this a bad time to mention that Simon is has allergies? <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, your, your nose is, is mainly sneeze. plugged up by mud at this point. That's so. true. And I'm a frog. <laughs> <laughs> Frogs don't get allergies, Frogs man. Frogs don't get allergies. Yep. Did you ever uh, see a frog sneeze? It'd be adorable. They'd blow be. up if they sneeze. <laughs> That's a fact. They can't control it. It rips out their croak box. Rats. <laughs> 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 Uh, but you arrive in front of the bloated toad in, the frog goes, my cousin. Ralph. Ralph. <laughs> frog. Here, good. Keep, keep the change in the hoodie, uh, flicks two leaves. They picked off window up to him. Thanks. They're charred, heavily charred leaves. <laughs> All, most of the window's foliage is now singed off. <laughs> uh, so, but... You enter in through one of the pedal flaps of the the inn's door, and you enter in, and it's a floral-smelling abode where a very lithe elf, a, a little bit shorter than you would expect, you know, only five feet tall. But even even more lithe than Just the ones outside. Lither than you can believe. Uh, staying alive, I gotta she, say. She feels so alive. So alive right now. Yes, hello, and welcome. To the bloated toad. Toad. Oh, I see you are. You are friends. Discount. Are you Toads friends? get discounts, yeah. Discounts. <laughs> are you friends with Ralph? He is the proprietor. I am merely... Cousin. Oh, okay. Ah, good. Okay. Snake. Yes. Window! <laughs> uh, do you have an adult with you that could perhaps... Uh, and Liara steps forward and goes, Yes, I... I will uh, be paying for the rooms, but yeah, as this cousin of Ralph said, <laughs> we would like a discount, please. Frog. Yes, uh, you are indeed a frog. It is very a pleasure to have you. I will send Ralph up to your rooms after he's done in his business meeting, and Good. then he can attend to you. Good. Uh, here, are, here are your room keys. Uh, they are flowers. <laughs> that you didn't notice. <laughs> You have to you have to rub the pollen of the flower on the handle of the door and the the burgeon, the petals that are you know getting all excited and aroused uh, will open up. You sure? So you're basically rubbing genitalia to open your door. But you're being like a bee, sort of. Yeah. Bees. Bees. Frog bees. I, I did. Wow. And the bees come out a window and open up every door in the hotel. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! Uh, oh! And the 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 young elf woman uh, runs down the hallway, trying to shut the doors as fast as the uh, the bees oh, are opening man. them. I, I My like, bees! Yeah, I would uh, I would like to roll nature to know what these locking flowers are called and yell the name and say that it is their blooming season. We are druids, etc. Uh, so, just to be clear, who are you yelling this to? The lithe young elf. Okay, she, I mean, she's sort of like running down the hallway trying to shut all the doors, so she might not hear you that much, but sure. Alright, I'll just do a yes, I rolled a 12 to know what they're called. Uh, nope, you don't know. Uh, and some bad average. You've only been alive for, you know, a oh, couple yeah. of weeks. But I know, but flowers, they're all so... Fiery? Yes. Yeah. 
You know how I said you've only been alive for a couple of weeks? No, you're dead. I just... <laughs> you just rolled to instant death. Roll to die. Uh, <laughs> so, you, get? you die. So the table just told me to roll a d10, and I rolled a 10. Your age changes by the number of years equal to the roll. Ooh. So you roll 10 years, and you get older. Because so you're ten you're years like old. A, I'm ten years. I'm eleven. All of a sudden. Yep. You're like a preteen. So do I? Do I grow in size? Uh, yeah. I, like, ten years worth. You're <laughs> you're starting to go through your lanky growth spurt. Uh, it's absolutely long, but it's still very skinny snake. Yeah. Vomp. Yes. <laughs> I really forgot those flowers. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! The the barrier between the Feywild and the material plane must be so thin here. Uh, like I said, this is where I came through. So let we gotta find uh, Ralph. He's the one who controls the portal. Ralph, <laughs> we just we are you serious? We just ran into Ralph. Well, we ran into Ralph's cousin. Oh, that's right. And so Good. we gotta find Ralph. He's in a Toad. business meeting. Uh, Frog. He. I, the last time I was here, he was in the basement. Uh, basement. It, it is a bit uh, <laughs> waterlogged. Waterlogged. Oh, this is great. Uh, thank <laughs> you for doing... And now I'm an elf! <laughs> <laughs> he changes costumes. You know, Simon, I used to be on your side uh, when everyone was like, he kills too many people. I was like, I think he kills like an average number of people. But now you're starting to get a little annoying. Uh, mm. No, trouble in paradise. I don't want to see mom and dad fight, though, so let's go downstairs. Okay. And on the way down, I turn to Hootie and I say, oh, so what I hear about that, you uh, take an interest in the druidic arts. You want to learn how to be like your your good pal, Lucron? Oh, yeah. man, I haven't really even thought of a career, but I just got like, 10 years older, so I should probably specialize, I guess, maybe multi-class. Open my options up. Well, I'm always here for you if you want to know about leaves and shit. So. Well, what are those flowers called? Uh, the, the ones that you rub the, oh, the boy rubbing. flower against the, the girl flower. Oh, everyone knows that's the rubbing flowers. It's, it's what they do. I <laughs> you name, the you name, flower. You name for what you do. Now, some of these might be covered in, like, you know, what they teach you in school. But... <laughs> You know, this is Locron School of Hard Flowers. <laughs> so we can make up our own rules. You and me, we can name the flowers right after your old man. Okay. Or the rubbing, whatever you want. Let's go find that frog. <laughs> this is yes. I, precious I moments with Locron. <laughs> I suddenly find myself unequal to the task I set myself. <laughs> what did that happen so bad? Tender moments with Locron. It's amazing. Yeah. That'll be the new weekly segment. <laughs> Tender moments, yeah. Locron just telling you life advice. <laughs> and then backing out. When he realizes he's <laughs> yeah. way over his head. <laughs> oh, shit, I don't know actually how to do any of this. Uh, but there is, uh, in one, uh, behind one pedal flap in, in the inn, you find uh, a small pool that actually you have to dive through to get, uh, Liara says, we have to swim about, it's only just about ten feet to the other through side. Good thing my... Some type of hot tub... Uh, like hotel, hot tub sort of situation? Uh, well, this is actually to the back room, uh, the basement where Ralph does all of his, uh, teleportation. Frog. Yes, it's, it's sort of, it's sort of <laughs> like smuggling thing. a little bit. Good all thing right. my frog disguise has webbed fingers. It, with my newly 11-year-old play body, I attempt to, is this like, uh, a pool of water inside the structure of their house? Or yes. is it like... 
a pool accessing the larger body of water. Uh, it's like there are definitely small holes like to get into the larger body of water, but it's meant to be sort of a from one room to the other. Like a, a trap door, almost. Okay. Can so. I briefly turn into, like, maybe, like, a mini whale and coat him in uh, in water-retardant ambergris so that he's kind of like a, he's in like a wetsuit? Yeah, vomit he, on me? Yeah. yeah. If Hoodie oh, is receptive to it, that sounds awesome. Is this my first lesson? <laughs> <laughs> Tender moments with low crowd. <laughs> and we, we swim on through. All right, you... you Come back up feeling different. You pass on <laughs> through like a squid beak through a whale intestine. Yep. Uh, and window, your foliage is now grown slightly even more. Ooh. Uh, and yeah, cool. you're, you're no longer you're no longer smoldering, so that's nice. Uh, but you emerge into a dimly lit room. The sunlight that was coming in through the thin petals of the roof is a little bit darker here. You can't quite see. There are small little lightning bugs in jars that are lighting the the room and you see a huge frog bent over a table with a scroll and a, a quill and he looks up at you and goes mm, Ralph frog oh cousin I point behind me uh roll a the old oh so like you're not saying that you're the cousin no I'm like I'm like I like I met your cousin back there he seemed pretty cool Jim Jim. Good. Good. Frog. 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 I'm glad we came to an accord. <laughs> and uh, Liara goes, uh, Hello, Ralph. Yes, uh, we would like to go back to the Feywild, please. I know. I'm sure you remember me. And he goes, Ralph. And she goes, Okay, yeah, uh, sure. Uh, and she says, But, so, I would like to bring all of these folks with me as well. And, uh, Oh, I should probably say that uh, Puck is with you, too. That's sort of what we've been forgetting, but I... He's just shoved his way through the little <laughs> trap door. Just like a like huge... Just head yeah. And now out. he does the comedic dog shake to dry off. Puck! <laughs> and uh, Ralph, through a series of ribbits and... Uh, communicates to, presumably, kind of Simon. I and, understand the language because I have the disguise. <laughs> that's how that's disguises how it works. work. <laughs> uh, and Liara turns to you and says, Ralph says that the passage to the Feywild has been shut down from the other side recently. Uh, Ralph? Why? Bad. Uh, it was deemed uh, too dangerous in Bromelia because of the impending blight. Mm. Uh, some dark sorcerer has taken up residence uh, a couple a couple acres kilometers to the west couple acres west yes uh and it seems that the children around town have gone missing and so all travel has been shut down oh no Mm, so you need so if these series of problems were to be handled by some type of a uh, loose association of <laughs> slightly heroic leaning anarchists. Would the way be opened? Frog. Damn straight. Let's <laughs> do it, boys. Prompies. Forever. Frog out. <laughs> Frog out. Frog out. All right, and on that note, we will be ending episode 45 of the Kane Campaign. Thank you all for listening. Welcome to season four. We'll see you next week. Bye.